It's time to end the cycles of trauma, drama, and abuse. Welcome to our podcast, Common Sense Conversations. I'm Jackie Dona. I'm Danielle. I'm Joy. I'm Lorraine London Polite, and our vision is to seek communities that practice a higher standard of care for themselves and for others. Through our discussions, we hope to provide opportunities to acknowledge the hurt, pain, and dysfunction we have all experienced, then take steps towards living a healthier lifestyle. Join us weekly for practical discussions as we expand on the conversations we have on our YouTube channel, also called Common Sense Conversations. These conversations cause us to challenge our current realities, but we recognize that in order to grow, we have to be willing to take a different path. Are you ready? Let's start right now. Welcome back to another episode of Common Sense Conversations. Thank you guys for joining us. Um, Today we will be having an extended conversation on one of my favorite um, Common Sense Conversations thus far, and that was on male friendship. So if you haven't taken the time to hear it, please go back to our YouTube channel and take the time in listening to the original conversation because we're just about to dive in and really talk about the beautiful nuggets that were expressed during that conversation. And like I usually say, let's dive right in. So ladies, um, I'm so excited. I mean, I love that conversation so much because I feel that they spoke such truth, not just to us as females, but they were speaking truth, male truth. They were exposing the realities of males. You know, you, I know you guys have heard this before. Did they pull them aside and teach them certain things in high school? How do they all know to do the same things? And usually we're talking about something negative. And in reality, it isn't that they're pulled aside, but it is something that they all do. So it was really good to kind of get into their mind. And one of the things that we didn't get a chance to do is ask the million questions that I had for them, which I know we will get a chance to. But to, today I want to dive in and ask Daniel Barnard first. My question to you is, whoa, Danny, what did you think about the conversation, but especially when they were discussing the the need, when they knew that they had a need and they realized like, now it's the time. I have to get it, right? I I haven't been taught it, but I have to get it. What did you think about that? Well, overall, like, I think this is by far one of my favorite conversations that we've had. Because even when I was listening to it again before, you know, this discussion, I was just like, oh, this is so good. Like, and it's so, it's so needed um, for men. Like, I know men in my life who need it. Like, men I interact with, like, through work and there's all of the time. I'm just like, why don't men have stronger, like, relationships with one another? Mm. But the thing that really struck me is the fact that both 
James and Jose realize the need in times of trauma. Yes. And it's, it's it like, it almost broke my heart because of, it's just like, already when you're going through a traumatic experience, you feel isolated. You feel like no one is there. No one can understand. You don't want to share too much and be a burden on other people. But to actually be in that situation and quite literally know that you don't have anyone that you really trust enough to let in is just another level to that. Um, and it breaks my heart how many men also go through the same situation where whether it's, you know, a sick parent or a divorce or losing someone close to them. Uh, that is something that that level of feeling alone on a daily basis is amplified in those moments. And I really empathize with them. Absolutely. I, I mean, Danny, this is so good. I, it was, it was sobering. It was a moment of clarity. These are two men who, um, we chose because they've, to me, I feel like I, I recognize that they've done the work and are doing the work. And so what better place, where should, what better place to start than going to the individuals that we can identify as mature males or males who are willing to admit that they need to do the work, who are willing to admit that they haven't quite gotten to certain things, um, but then just hearing them vulnerably and authentically express their trauma and that need was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. Um, so my next question uh, for Joy and Jackie is tell me when you were sitting there listening to these men, I, this is, it was a golden opportunity for us, right? What did you think? I know that there were so many things going on in your minds. But what did you think or, or, and, or who did you feel like you wished was sitting around the table with you? Like, if I could grab as many men as I know possible, you know, and like, and what portions of that conversation for you were so crucial that you wish you could bottle it up and just like dispense it to as many. Yeah, I think I definitely was like, where are all the men that I know in my life? We'll make space <laughs> at the table. Everybody come sit. <laughs> you bring, them out, bring them out. <laughs> no, seriously, because it was just like, it was just so honest, you know, and I feel like I've, I've rarely heard men talk about like how much they need that companionship and that like space to be vulnerable and to be able to you know fall apart and be supported by other men you know and i think the thing that really stuck with me the most um was like danny said the fact that they found that need for relationships with other men when they were going through really traumatic times um and i think what i would hope for 
for other men who listen to that episode is that they recognize that they don't have to wait until they're in a traumatic situation to be able to build those connections with men um, and to be able to have like those vulnerable, supportive, reciprocal relationships, you know, and, and to recognize that like it doesn't make you weak or it doesn't make you, um, you know, like it's, it's, you're not meant to do it by yourself, you know, and you're also not meant to like, to put all the emotional responsibility on the women in your life, you know, for, to use the women around you as your only emotional outlets, because you can actually have like healthy, good, supportive relationships with other males. And I think that that was at least if I could take something from that conversation that I could share with those men that were coming to my mind that weren't actually there, like that would be the thing that I hope they heard. Such good truth. Such good truth. Joy, I'm so glad that you mentioned the part about, you know, taking the pressure off of the women in some of these men's lives who they just, they use for emotional support. Like, and I, I would say unhealthily oftentimes. So I'm so glad that you brought up that point. I think the part for me that was just so beautiful was that we keep reiterating like the need. And I think it's so, it's so important because I don't often hear men say like, I need other men. I need male friendships. So the fact that they both were able to articulate that and I thought it was so beautiful the way James told the story about his friend. Like, Absolutely. It, Blew it, my mind. it felt like it was from a movie. Like, as he was telling it, I remember sitting there and just imagining, like, he's driving in the car and, like, he sees the lights behind him and, like, it's his friend. Like, it, it felt like I literally was listening to somebody read a book or, you know, this was a script for a movie. Like, it was just so beautiful. And to know that he had the opportunity to experience that with a, with a male, like this guy packed his bags and was like, I'm not letting you do this alone. Like how many times have I heard a man say that about another man? Like I had this friend who would not let me do this by myself, who would not let me go through this traumatic experience by myself. Like that, it was just so beautiful to hear him talk like that. And I think another part that was just, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Precious, um, beautiful, amazing, all of, the, all of the adjectives, was hearing Jose talk about his experience in therapy and how like therapy for him is something that he's open about and that has helped him. Like I think that that, every time I hear a guy say that he's in therapy, I just think that that is, it's great. I love it. And for him to talk so comfortably about it and so openly, I just thought it was beautiful. So there were so many things that were said that I was just like, oh my gosh, I need everybody to hear this. But specifically, I need a whole group of men to hear it. Everybody, every man in the world, please, please click play on this podcast and this YouTube. So yeah. <laughs> that was good. And um, I, I'm glad you mentioned those two last points, Jackie, because my um, next question for us is a tough one. I think because, by the way, some of the stuff that, let's be honest, once we cut the camera, the camera didn't really go off. We had some good conversation, continuous conversation with them, guys. And, you know, hopefully one day we can just bring them back and um, everyone will be able to hear more about the fantastic 
things that they were saying. Um, one of those one of those things Jackie and Joy both mentioned, which is the pressure off of women, which may not be seen in the first and second part, but it was part of the conversation that we had. And I I want us to kind of ground the conversation now in the the area where where Jose in the aspect of when Jose was saying that he has friends who keep him accountable. Um, they don't judge him, right? But they are supporters of his the vision of his for his life. They're also advocates for the people in his life. And I thought that was a a very tough, authentic, and I also think it's something that will push a lot of men away, you know, because when he said that I know my friend is going to be an advocate for my spouse, that means that Jose has to be willing to accept the feedback and criticism, right? The mirroring that says you are wrong. Yeah. You know, and and so I want us to talk about the aspect of male relationships that, and I'm going to give you one more context and then I'll, I'll let you guys speak. One more context. Um, you know, I grew up, I grew up with so many uncles who did inappropriate and hurtful things, you know, and I'm, I know I'm not the only one, right? I've accepted that I'm not the only one, but I grew up in that dynamic and we accepted that there wasn't anything or anyone who could say anything to them. But what Jose and James said is, no, it's a male friendships that are supposed to be present to make sure that something is said to them which not only benefits the males, it really benefits the whole community. And so I want us to talk about that. I don't, I want us to, I want you to tell me how you feel about that. I want you to tell me what else do you wish was said or what did you take from what was said about that? Like, give me, give me the extended version, right? <laughs> give me the extended version, the deeper version of, your thoughts and your intuition and your gut emotions as, you know, as I navigate thinking, I wish my uncles, I wish my father, I wish my ex-husband had a male friend that would have said, you are wrong. You need help. Let me love you. Let me help you. Oh, tell me how you guys feel about that. <laughs> that was really loud sorry <laughs> I just had to <laughs> release that because I know I, I listen I said we were gonna <laughs> dive and we are in the deep yes. water we're in the deep water and I have no floaty <laughs> oh man I think that is like such a good point and like I'm really glad that we're having an opportunity to have this discussion because I feel like the concept of accountability 
in male friendships is one that like the conversation is really just getting started on and i think to like to know that there are a few men out there that have that perspective that like no a part of having friendships is not just having support it's not just having people to you know confirm like the the positive ideas that i have about myself you know it's not just companionship or like other people to do things with but it's also someone to say actually no you're wrong about this you know or like this is an area where you need to grow um and i think i think it's just really really hard for a lot of men to accept that especially because of you know just all these different elements of toxic masculinity that exist in our society and the ways that men have been taught that like you know you're not supposed to need other people and you're not supposed to like you know have to rely on anybody else like at the end of the day it's your responsibility and you know it makes it i i feel like that makes it that much harder for a man to like humble himself enough to say like no actually i do need somebody else to check me you know because there's this idea in my mind that like no i should be able to check myself when the truth is nobody's able to check themselves you know mm -hmm. like women aren't able to do it men nobody you know everybody needs another person outside of themselves to say like hey actually maybe you need to take a look at this and i just think it's really powerful to hear men say that um i don't know what the next step is for you know for that to become a reality um but yeah i mean i've i've always wondered since i was a teenager like i would look at these like really solid like good guys and then they'd be friends with these guys that are trash Say that again, Joy. Say it again. Say it again. They need to hear it again. Solid. Like they themselves are a solid, good guy, and then their friends are trash. And I would be so confused because for the most part, women don't really operate that way. Like women tend to, at least the women that I've known, like tend to be friends with other women who share similar values and things like that. And, you know, I think, you know, this concept of accountability becoming more prevalent to men hopefully will cause them to look at some of those relationships that they might have with other men and not just say, oh, nah, he's a man. Like, he can handle his own stuff. Like, who am I to tell another man, like, what he should be doing? You're his friend. You know, you're somebody exactly. that cares about him. You're somebody that loves you're him. Mm -hmm. and that's the reason why you say something. That's so good, Joy. I mean, it is, it's everything. Fathers would be better fathers with fathers who kept fathers accountable. I mean, we could go through the list. Husbands would be better husbands. Friends would be better friends. Doctors would be better doctors. Preachers would be better preachers. I mean, like, there's just, it's endless. Um, we, would, we would see a domino effect because of what you said. And, and I think it's just good. It's good stuff. Oh, what about you, Jackie? Oh yeah, my brain is just going all over the place right now because I just have so many thoughts and so many opinions on this because us as women, we have these conversations all the time. We are always talking about, okay, maybe not always, but us women talk about this, this, these kind of dynamics because they, they directly impact us. Like as um, Jose was talking about, 
his male friendships, his, that friend who is an advocate for his spouse, that di their friendship directly impacts his spouse, his wife. And so the male friendships directly impact us. As you're, you're talking, Joy, I was just thinking about the fact that a lot of men are not having these accountability partners or not having these in-depth friendships because they're not vulnerable. Because that, that's honestly what takes friendship to a whole nother level. Like we can be cool, we can go out to lunch, we can talk about what's, what's happening in relevant news. Like we can talk about things that we're interested in that might be a little more surface level, but what really brings a friendship to the next level is being vulnerable and being appropriately vulnerable. You know, we're, we're not, you know, just dumping things, but I think that's where the issue comes with men and these accountability partners and uh, their friendships is because in order for a spouse or in order for a friend to be an advocate for a spouse, that friend has to know what's going on. Like that male has to be, be one, vulnerable, be two, yes. honest. Yes. Like that, that, that person needs to be honest with their male friend because they can spin a whole different story that, you know, is fabricated or, you know, only half truth. And we know half truth might as well be a lie. So it's a lie. <laughs> it's a lie. You it's omitted. a lie. You omitting information. It's a lie. Exactly. And so, yeah, I just think it takes self-awareness, it takes honesty, and then it takes truth, which I think, unfortunately, a lot of men are stunted in those areas because of the patriarchy, because of how they're socialized, because of toxic masculinity, you know, because of all of these things. And, you know, like Joy was saying, us women, we, we tend to have friendships that uh, the other women value the same things as us. Like, you know, we value open communication. We value um, honesty. We value sisterhood. We value all these things. I don't really have a way to wrap that up, but that's what, that, those are my thoughts because I have 80 more thoughts, but that's all I got to say right now. This is good. Jackie, that's real good. Like you, you, you're, you're taking us deeper. And that's what I like about this conversation is there, there are so many facets of this, right? And in one box, we're talking about males for males. And the other box, we're talking about, no, males for women. And, and our perspective and what we're seeing them and how beautiful it is to watch what, we, what, what women crave, what women have been begging for, what women have spent their, they've been on their knees. You're talking about people praying on their knees for years asking God for accountability for males. You know, I know that that's, in, that that's what's happened. And I, I think that, you know, to, to synthesize it as well as you have, Jackie, is crucial for our conversation. So I appreciate that, you know, to know that it's vulnerability, like um, uh, truth, right? Vulnerability, authenticity, truth. Like those, I think those are the three that dimension. Make sure that you check me if that's not it. Um, that was it. Uh, but you, you know, being able to say that th that's the hurdle. The hurdle is in those areas and you cannot have what you need to have in a male relationship without those things because and and we see that and that's why we see and we live in the world we live in 
and the, and we ex experience the dynamics that we live in um and we can listen we can we can really stay on that for hours but it's danny's turn okay so when you were talking jackie i in my head i was like jackie get out of my head um because you the one thing i wrote down um after hearing what joy was saying when like joy asked the question you know where are your friends you know why aren't like your friends keeping you accountable mm. and the first thing i thought about is because these friendships are so surface you can't keep anyone accountable if there is as you said jackie no vulnerability in the relationship if there's no intimacy built where you're actually like doing life with this person so because i mean i we see people all the time like on the street online and it's just like oh honey where are your friends but like i wasn't ready <laughs> <laughs> but it's true like all over the internet we're seeing videos of people who are like making choices and i'm like if i was your friend i wouldn't let you be out here like this you know and for a lot of men they have like I think about my dad, for example, my dad had one best friend who unfortunately passed away before I went to college. Mm -hmm. And my dad's best friend is my mom. Mm -hmm. Like, who are my dad's friends? He has people he mentors, he has people who like, he hangs out with for work. He has people who are in his community at church, but he can't really say there's someone that's his friend you know like not the way that i do friendship you know not the way that i have relationships where my friends are my family and we are like in each other's lives you know and so a lot of men that's the relationships they have they have relationships based on proximity based on being in the same like profession being at the same spaces based on liking the same sport or watching the same shows together but it's not like you're my brother and I need you in my life I want you in my life that's what makes the difference because I don't want the co-worker who I talk to at like the Keurig every morning to tell me anything about my life because you don't know me you don't have access to that part of my life and i was actually listening to a podcast i listened to this podcast called all black men need therapy um, and it's by black men and one of their conversations was actually about um why don't men change for good women and wait a minute, wait a minute. i know gotta, right gotta pause right there whoa <laughs> whoa Send the link in our chat, please, in our group chat, please do. Uh, yes, we need it. I will. I um, I listen. I love listening to this podcast because you're actually hearing men talk about these things, slash encouraging other men to go to therapy. But uh, in that conversation, they were talking about just this idea of accountability. Like, if you see a guy who is, you know, doing wrong by a woman 
like why aren't you saying anything and one of the guys in the podcast is like because we're not friends with those guys like there's a difference between an associate and a friend and if they really were friends they would say something and so I think it has something to say about also the men like the uncles in our lives the the guys around like there's men around them but those aren't their friends oh that's good okay uh I'm really excited to listen to this podcast I have to pause and just yes I mean Danny that I uh, we just went deeper you know I don't know how but you did it you just like oh you thought Jackie took us deep hold on a second conversation we're extending the conversation (laughs) this is extending this is so good I mean my I feel it in my soul I mean, don't you feel it in your soul? The the hurt that has been experienced, the even the possibility of what it looks like for my child, my son, to grow up in a world where he is no longer experiencing watching colleagues pretend to be friends and not keep each other accountable for them to speak truth in in group sessions and on stages but not be able to pull someone aside and say hey we are friends you are not going to do this. I am going to be the one who stands by you until you realize what you're doing is wrong and it's hurtful for the body, not for just yourself. I want you to be whole. I want you to know that I care for you. And also, she's a good woman and you need to be better. What? Uh, my brain hurts. Honestly, I just feel yeah. like. Also, can we have about like 17 more extended conversations on this one topic? Because somebody help. Somebody, somebody. We may need to talk about what it looks like or bring more men on who are trying to accomplish this. Or really also men who feel like this makes no sense and they're never going to do it. Because Listen. I got a few uncles, and I'm sure you know a few guys who could fit that bill. Yep. They don't want to go to therapy, right? They don't want to go to therapy. They don't need male friendships. Their only friend is a woman, and either their spouse or their mistress or someone, and that's what they're sticking to. Not the mistress being a friend. I was I'm, not prepared for that. Not the mistress being a friend. I'm weak. And help extended conversations that's what we're doing here right that's what we're doing that's what we're doing and common sense says nah brah that's actually not healthy it's not it's not so where are your male relationships listen guys i ladies all everyone listening everyone everyone listening (laughs) um I mean, we, we've, we've enjoyed having this conversation. I'm going to have to end it here. We're going to have to wrap it up. We want, we want to talk to you more about it. If you're listening to this episode, please um, 
contact us. Tell us what you're thinking. Tell us what you're feeling. Tell us if you want more content being recorded, like you want us to talk about more. We are definitely going to put the podcast that Danny um, was talking about in our resource page. Please go on our website. Take a look at the resources. We can be better for ourselves and for each other. Common sense starts with a conversation. And that's what we're doing here. Please make sure you go ahead and go on our website. Um, take a, a look at the show notes. That's where our link is going to be. Um, also, Black men supporting Black women. Also, male relationships are important. Take a look at our shop. Rep it. If you believe it, rep it because we're trying to make changes in this world and in our communities. Thank you for joining us. Um, we've had a really good time having this conversation and we'll see you in the next episode. Talk to you soon. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe to our show and be sure to rate and review if you're tuned in on Apple Podcasts. Links to all of our social media and our website can be found in the show notes. We'll talk to you next time.